Welcome to the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by APT Capital Group, where Kyle and Lalita talk to top experts and seasoned passive investors in the business to help provide clarity and key insights to keep you safe on your journey to financial freedom. Our goal is to help you get educated on how to create passive income for you and your family using real estate as your vehicle. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and written review to help us grow and reach more listeners. Now, here are your hosts, Kyle and Lolita. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast. I'm your co-host, Lolita, also joined by Kyle. Before we get started, please make sure to head over to our website, www.limitless-estates.com, and grab our free Passive Investor's Guide. And if you're interested in learning more about what we do, you can schedule a call with Kyle on our website as well. All right, let's get into our show. On today's show, we have Andressa Gudeli here with us. Welcome, Andressa. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you so much, guys, for having me. All right. Well, before we head into today's interview, here is a little bit about Andressa. Andressa is a skilled developer and asset manager with extensive experience in full gut renovation projects, new construction, and commercial development. Her rental portfolio consists of both long and short-term rentals, and she is known as the go-to person when it comes to implementing processes that allow for scalability. In addition, Andresa is the co-founder and CEO of the Real Estate Investor Community, co-host of the Real Estate Investor Show, and recently published Investor's first book. So listeners, we have so much in store for you today, so let's dive right in. And Andresa, can you start by telling the listeners a little bit more about yourself and what you currently do? Sure, absolutely. So I'm an immigrant from Brazil, but I'm not going to go through the entire story. You guys can <laughs> Google that. In a nutshell, I started investing as an immigrant. I didn't even know what real estate was, right? When I came over here and I came across Rich Dad Poor Dad and then started investing in real estate. So my career has been in full guard renovations, new construction, commercial real estate. Right now, more specifically, we're focusing on syndications for apartment complex with a social impact attached to it. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you being on and excited to get into this show. First, can you tell us a little bit more about the real estate investor community? What's the purpose, the goal for that? And what's kind of your overarching you know, purpose? Sure, absolutely. So when Liz, my business partner and I met each other, we were supporting each other's business every single month. We will meet at a local bakery and we'll support each other. And we ask each other the same question. Where are the other women hanging out? Where is this happening? And although we could find a lot of content, right? How to burr, how to do Airbnb, which I love, and other exit strategies, we couldn't find a place where we could also gain the community effect, I would call, which is the support to like, okay, if I have a question... And I cannot wait for next month's meetup or call. What do I do right now? Where do I get the support? The kicker over here is that a lot of women feel very, very intimidated to even raise their hand and ask the questions. We don't need to go there, but it's a male-dominated industry. So we created a safe place online, any person where women can come and get the support they need so they can go everywhere and really be their best self and get the support that they need to take their business to the next level. We are really committed on supporting women to live a financially free and balanced life. So our differentiator is that we 
we have self-care in our trainings and everything that we do. And we also focus on business strategies because we believe that every single investor is a business owner and should be implementing things so he or she can take herself or himself out of the business and let it grow and scale. Of that growing and scaling and being able to get out of the business is so important. And I think it's very easy to get stuck in the business, right? I've been at fault for that as well and had had to pull myself out. So that's a very difficult thing. What types of things do you focus on to allow people to, I guess, realize or have the mindset to be able to pull themselves out of their business? Having the consciousness of it is, I think, the first step, right? Because sometimes we're not even conscious of that we are. We are the ones holding ourselves back inside our business. So when we start hanging out with other people that are doing bigger things, we can ask ourselves, what time do you do all of this? What properties do you have? How many businesses do you have? How many employees do you have? What time do you do all of this? And then the conversation is a completely different level, right? They they focus on leaderships. They focus on building teams and what can they automate, what they can delegate. And going from more like a strategic mindset than like a doing, my time is well spent over here or not? It's a simple question that I ask myself. This activity that I'm doing right now, do I want to do the same thing five years from now? If the answer is no, you shouldn't be doing it. So many people say to me, well, but I'm not big enough to start hiring people. I'm not, I don't have processes in place and the excuse goes on and on. So what I recommend is that you can buy people's time little by little, buy one hour of somebody to do your admin or anything to do with paperwork or anything that is repetitive that you don't need your core genius on it. It should be somebody else. And then you use that time that you bought. You bought somebody's time, right? Use that time in order to strategically connect with other people and build your business. Yep. Love it. So you have your hand in a lot of different things, right? Full gut renovations. We talked about new construction, commercial rentals. What's your favorite type of project right now and why? Well, none of those. (laughs) I transitioned to, I gained a lot of experience doing all those projects and I'm very grateful for them, right? But I'm not looking to keep rehabbing projects and me being at the job site, managing 15 at the same time. That's how many I manage at one time. And I was losing my hair, losing my health, did not have the time to do other things. So I know better right now. And to be quite honest, that does not fulfill my soul anymore. So what I'm very excited about is a project called the Trailblazer Project, where me and other very successful women in real estate, we are leveraging our skills. So I bring to the table my construction skill set and my community, and they bring different abilities that they have, raising private money, being creative and asset management. And we came together to syndicate women-only projects with a social impact where we will be supporting women in transition, which is very important for us. So I'm very excited for those type of projects, not like gutting anymore. (laughs) If I have to, I will, but Awesome. Can you talk a little bit more about the impact to women that you're going to try and provide here? Sure. So we always want to make sure that, you know, women that are in very difficult situations in transition or coming from domestic violence, that they have a safe and clean, to be honest, a place for them to stay during a period of time with 
their children or whoever they have. And during that period, we will be supporting them. They will not have to pay the rent because we'll be partnering up with local nonprofit organizations. And also we'll be teaching them one-on-one finance because we want to make sure that they get out of there with some knowledge, basic knowledge on how to handle their finances. That's our mango. This is a temporary, it's not like a long term that they can stay there forever. We want to make sure that we empower them and give them the tools so they can indeed move forward with their lives. But part of the complex will be dedicated for those women. Awesome. Earlier, you mentioned that the new construction and the rehabs, it didn't fill your soul. I think it's hard for easier said than done to understand what does fill your soul. Have you been able to find that? And maybe it's been easy for you. But I know in the past, I've had some challenges with that as well. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. If I could figure that out from a very short period of time, I would have done it sooner. It really fulfills my soul when I know I'm supporting other women and they are achieving their goals. We're changing lives and I'm creating a legacy, not just for my family, but for other families as well. Full gut renovation, build-ups, it's very transactional. I can teach you and then you learn about it and some people like it. And I really like the smell of lumber and being at the job site. I am in my element when I'm there, right? Does that fulfill my soul? No, it's part of what things that I enjoy doing is more transactional. That does not identify who I am in the world. I want to make a bigger impact and leave a legacy. So it's just trial and error, to be quite honest, trying different things and see what you really care about and going forward. So Lolita mentioned earlier about you implementing processes that allow for scalability. Can you talk to us more about those processes? And I believe you have a bulletproof scaling method. Can you talk to us about that? Yeah. I believe that everything that we do more than once, it should be in a paper or paper or software in our case right now. So the process, right? If you don't have processes in place, you're going to do the same task over and over again, which is a waste of time, in my opinion. And you're, you, when somebody join your team, they're going to get very, very confused or they're not going to be able to see your vision or do things the way that you want them to do. So it's a, it's a little confused. Or you're not going to even be able to tell them, listen, I want you to build standard operating procedures. And they're going to say, okay, what should I follow? Because <laughs> you do different things at different times. So I'm all about how can we save time or how can we gain time so we can do other things that we really care about, right? So I always say, can I eliminate this? Can I automate this? Can I delegate this? And I have a couple of softwares uh, I can share with you guys that I stand by. Dropbox, everything is on the cloud and I can share with my team members. I can limit it who can see them. Airtable is where I manage every single project on earth is there. Airtable is more like an excess spreadsheet on steroids. Very smart. So that's where things are. And the communication with the entire team is through ClickUp. Every single task is there. I can sign people up or have a tag. Is all there. For rehab projects and different things, I usually have Slack and I communicate inside Slack with all the general contractors. But those are the basic ones that I have done. So everything has some process. So I don't need to do everything all over again. 
Yeah, I love that. I think when you're first doing it, you hear all those different things, you might get overwhelmed and think, oh man, I've got to learn all these new things. But once you do learn them and integrate them and learn how they work with one another, it can definitely save you time and make you a more efficient business. 100%. And I would say it might sound very overwhelming and start with one thing. Start with one thing. Start with one activity. Don't overwhelm yourself with so many things that needs to be done. Then you're going to get paralyzed. And if you don't do it within the next six months, you're not going to do it ever. So if it's not you, somebody on your team or somebody that you can hire needs to execute that. But I would start sooner than later. If you don't have already, you know, standard operating procedures, I'll recommend everybody to start with one thing. Yep. Love it. So partnerships are so important in this business. You have obviously found a great partnership with your business. How did you choose your partners? How did you find them? I think partnerships are really the key to scale and really leverage somebody else's resources and uh, core genius, right? First, I need to understand what am I bringing to the table, what I'm good at, if I am a visionary, if I'm an integrator, and all different concepts, and be very clear on that. And then my partner, we complement each other. We are different in a way that we complement each other's skill sets. So we have specific roles. Otherwise, it's going to be like a really messy and it doesn't work. So we actually have a free PDF that I can share with your community where I ask questions before you guys get into any partnership. There are questions that you should ask yourself by yourself, questions that your partner should ask himself or herself by herself, right? A lot of selves here. And then together, you guys ask questions together in like specific questions that you should answer together. And those three pieces, you're going to find a lot of things that are surprising in a good way and in a bad way, in a good way that you might find great. We are very aligned to our vision, where we see ourselves, how much time, money, and skill set we're bringing to the table or not. You might come across people that are like, whoa, We are totally in a completely different direction here. And I'm glad we're having this conversation now than later during the middle of a project or when something happened, then it's just the worst case scenario. So I can give the link to your audience is the realestateinvestor.com slash giveaway. It's a PDF that we put together for free that we... We just shared everything that we would ask ourselves before getting into any type of partnership. Yeah. Lolita and I actually do something very similar, but it's with goals, right? So I'll write my own goals. She'll write her own goals. And then we share what our goals are. And so you're finding out some new things, definitely. And then we also have a combined goals, which is more of like a five-year goal down the line based off of our one-year goals. So I love doing that. And you find out a lot about someone, but you also allow that person to have their own you know, say or whatever it is, they get to participate in their own goals as well as a team goal. So I absolutely love the way you do that. Awesome. Last question is, I think your prior job was a door-to-door salesperson. And you mentioned that's one of the most valuable jobs you've ever done. Can you explain why and how that has kind of shaped your experience as a real estate uh, investor? Absolutely. I think that has shaped me as a person. (laughs) Looking back, I didn't know then, but looking back, wow, that was really challenging job. 
I had to go door to door was for Verizon business to business. And I had to build a relationship with business owners that were not expecting me. And I had to really get their attention, first of all, build report, and then close the deal. And think about this. I'm selling something that they already have. So it's just really, really challenging. So I learned how to be prepared, how to set up my goals for the week, what I'm looking at. I had a manager that every single Sunday afternoon, we had a call. Okay, what are my goals? Where am I going? What can they help me with? Follow-ups. Even like literally knocking on doors. It's terrifying for a lot of people. You don't know what's out there. And it doesn't matter how I look like, if I'm tall, if I'm a man, if I'm a woman. I got door slammed in my face right and left. So I had to emotionally process that, that no means next. And okay, have a great day. I guess we're not having a good day today, but that's okay. And like, how can I wash that emotion, not take it personal and continue moving forward? Because think about it. I received much more no's than yeses during the day. There was never a case where I got, oh, I got tons of yeses and not just like two no's. No, it's always like a ton of no's and a couple of yeses and follow ups. It is all about follow up, follow up, follow up on that. So all of those skills, I think they're so valuable in real estate. I have no problem knocking people's doors. I knocking so many hundreds of doors. I have no problem talking to somebody. So I really value what I've, I've learned that. And it was actually my manager at that job who introduced me to Rich Dad Poor Dad. And I was like, why are you doing this? Because if I leave, I mean, you make more money with me here. I was like, no, but I see you're going to be something else. You're not going to stay at this job for a long period of time. So this is what I think you should know about. Yeah. I don't have a sales background, but if I had to go back and do it again, I would probably want to get that sales background. I know a ton of people in the industry that have the sales background and it's really helped out their success in this industry. So you need to always sell yourself. You're always selling yourself no matter what industry you're in. And it's so important to get that skill set. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Awesome. Well, Lolita is going to take us into our final four questions. Are you ready? Sure. Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated, if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have, and we're committed to saving you 30% in the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships, so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to quotenow.biz, and we'll start the conversation. Andressa, here we go. What is the one tool you use in real estate investing that you could not do without? Hmm. Only one tool. Well, I think Dropbox is the one thing that I cannot live without because if I am at the job site and I need to check on architect drawings or payment plans or anything, I need to have access to all my files. I don't carry anything paper. I don't have any paper whatsoever. So I cannot do real estate without Dropbox. Personally, I can't. Can you tell us a story about maybe one of your biggest mistakes in real estate investing so far and the main takeaway for our listeners? Oh, I have a ton. (laughs) (laughs) I have a ton. There's a couple of them that 
took a longer period of time. I'll share about this one because this one was a long period of time. It was supposed to be a very easygoing project, a three-story townhouse here in Philadelphia. The intention was to rehab it and renovate the entire, entire building. And during demolition, the guys did not secure properly one of the top walls, which came down crashing everything. When you crashed everything, all the beams, everything, I think I have like a wall and a half, basically, because everything collapsed. Guess what? It's no longer rehab because it's all gone. I had to go back to the drawing board because it became new construction. And a lot of the grandfather dimensions were no longer grandfather. So I had to go through zoning, which was a nightmare with the community. (laughs) It's always a nightmare (laughs) with the community, right? And then change GCs because we were like, what the hell happened over here? Now we are like back six months and we changed the general contractor. Long story short. It took us a total of two years to get it completed. And it was supposed to be in less than one year. It was a bigger project. So we were expecting one year. But because we had to go back to square minus 10, (laughs) it took two years. We still made money on it, which was wonderful. It was supposed to be a home run and it was not. What would you have done differently? The hiring the right people. That was not a project that a regular crew that did my demolitions could have done. That required a more skilled team. So that's on me. I hired the wrong people to do the job. I thought they understood that the wall needed to be secured. Clearly, they didn't. So that's on me. So the hiring process, absolutely. What is it that you need to do now to grow your life to the next level? Mm. Well, we are always looking to expand, right? So we are connecting right now with other very, very successful women in order for them to look at our business and give a different perspective. Those are women for different businesses, not just real estate. And that's exactly what we are doing now. We're going to have those consultations with other business owners that can tell us straight up what's not working, what they would do if we're them. And pointing out our flaws or our gaps, where we are missing or how can we take it to the next level. That's what we are doing now. Awesome. And finally, where can people find out more about you? Sure. They can find all this information on our uh, website, the real estate invest her, H-E-R dot com on our Instagram at the real estate invest her as well. Great. Andres has so much respect and praise for what you do. Thanks for spending some time with our listeners today and for being on our show. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much. I'm here to serve. Thanks, Andresa. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and written review to help us grow and reach more listeners. You can also go to the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate group on Facebook so you can connect with Kyle and Lolita and ask your questions that you want them to answer on the show. Subscribe too, so that you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, to stay updated, head on over to aptcapitalgroup.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with Kyle and Lolita, sign up on the Contact Us page so you can talk to them directly. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode.